happy, happy Excelsior time. Hey, it's Britley, your host with Britley Photography, and it is January 2022. Every January, I give people the opportunity to get an early bird discount. So, I give away crazy discounts on any photography service as $500 off of weddings, $100 off of engagement sessions, 30% off of photo sessions, only $90 for a family portrait, and $30 for a business headshot. All you have to do is book your deposit for 2022 in January, and it can be any time of year. It can be the busy season. It can be any time this year, and you get all these crazy discounts. So holler at me, Britley Photography, to get your discount ahead of time. Hey, Rainy. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I'm here with Rainy Bondas, and she is a painter, a professional painter. She does paintings and artwork, and she is originally from Minneapolis. Um, so, hi, Rainy. How's it going? Hi. It's fantastic. How good. are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm excited to have you on, and we are able to do this. Yeah. But bring me some food. When do you get here? I know I'm going to have to. So I know <laughs> I've been actually thinking about. So Rainy now lives in Arca, Philadelphia. <laughs> Arcadelphia? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but she is originally from Minneapolis. And I am thinking that I would like to plan a trip out to see you this year for show. I know I keep saying that, but this year is the year. I can feel it. Heck Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about your um your paintings. Go ahead and start like um tell me like what you do and how you got into it. Okay. I got into it when I was 4 at play school and they gave us ch- chocolate pudding to finger paint with and then I fell in love with painting. Wait, they, wait, wait, wait. They gave you chocolate pudding to finger paint with? Yeah, and I feel like maybe that's a weird memory that didn't happen because all my life I think that's what happened. <laughs> but isn't that weird? That well, then other times I switched to finger paints and it, and I accidentally lifted a couple times. <laughs> and I was I'm, like, ew. <laughs> I mean, I was a preschool teacher once, and we did use weird things to like, you know, maybe they're out of supplies and they're like putting in paper. Yeah. Right. We did noodles too, though, but it was it was play school, not preschool. There used to be a difference. I don't even know if there is play school anymore. What is is play school? Just like a, a daycare that you play with art? <gasps> I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. I just. I feel like I grew up knowing that play school was a little better than preschool in some way. Well, it sounds. We better. played a lot. Yeah, it sounds yeah. better. Play so, play school. I still remember play school. So. <laughs> Yeah. That's where it all but, started. Okay, so so tell me about that. Like you, since then, you started doing more painting and it was kind of your passion? Yeah, literally, I just always wanted to be a painter. And then a couple months before high school graduation, I was like, wait, how do you just be a painter? So I became a graphic designer for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're pretty good at that. 
Yeah, thank you. I apologize I made for the squeaking in the background. It's Nally getting crazy with her dog toy. They have to. Oh, yeah, like graphic design school was excellent training form for being a painter, I feel like. So you went to college for graphic design? Yep. That's so cool. And so what, what did you learn? I was a graphic designer in the 90s. <laughs> cool. I bet that was way different. Yeah, very. But but I seriously lucked out because I learned Photoshop on like 3.2 or something. And I know all the basic tools and it comes in super handy for for my website for making for making the pictures look good and I made a logo and making business cards and whatever like it comes in handy for so oh, many fun. things fun yeah. did you have a did you like how long did you do graphic design before you took a hard switch to just being a painter uh like four years I guess I shouldn't say a hard switch I guess you were always a painter it, I did have a yeah oh okay yeah like um I did it for four years and then I had heart surgery and my life changed completely. But my whole life, like my walls have always been covered in pictures that I made. Cool. Or, and other people, but mostly my own crap because I don't have room for anyone else's art. Yeah, I've been to your yet. house. You have a lot of paintings everywhere. Every place that you've lived, it's beautiful. It's just like Rainey's brain. And beautiful colored patterns all over the wall. Yep. <laughs> I, sometimes I worry that I'm an egotistical maniac because I look around my walls and I'm like, wow. <laughs> but there's a fucking hundred. Oops. There's a hundred paintings on my walls. That's okay. This, are, That's, this it, podcast is an F word podcast. So. <laughs> okay, good. I just, <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't know. I But I've been painting forever. Like, I... I switched to oils in 2004. Cool. Officially. And you were doing what? Acrylic? No, I never, no, I never did those. I'm okay. just kidding. I've dabbled a tiny, I dabbled in that and charcoal, uh, like charcoals and pests and, um, not really oil pastels, but regular pastels. Oh, cool. And, and, and everything like whatever, I'll do any art. I'll be in a punk band. <laughs> yeah, you're also a musician. You're, you're an <laughs> not, artist. Not really, but I did, yeah. The sh but, is that anyway. the Shamanettes? Yeah. I like, I like the Shamanettes. I still have their CD somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah. It was so fun. It was really fun. That's what I love about Minneapolis. Like, it's, If you want to be in a band, all you have to do is get one part-time job in a restaurant, and there you go. You find all your bandmates. Yeah, absolutely. How do you get the drummer off your doorstep? How? <laughs> Pay him for the pizza. Woohoo, exactly. It's funnier if you know somebody who's a drummer. Like, like Ryan? a delivery person. I still, ha I still some... have my victory shirt. There's a lot of drummers that were delivery drivers at Leading Tower of Pizza, so it makes it funnier. Yeah. but um, I only can name one. Maybe oh, Rob, Brandon. Too. There's Brandon. He was... He still works there, I think. He's a really good drummer. Maybe I should have him on here. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But um, let's go back to you. Um, Ew. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, you, you did graphic design for about four years. Yep. Did you have any clients or did you, like, work for a company or were you freelance? I 
I never could freelance. There's no way in the whole world I could possibly freelance. That's where you make all the money, but that's where you also have to do all the communicating with the clients. The freelance, And that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. It's just not, I get so shy about that stuff. Like, it's ridiculous. But, um, I worked for, I worked for a car, a greeting card company. And then I worked for a, a promotional product company where I, people would send in really crappy artwork in 72 DPI and I would up the resolution and then also reconstruct the images to make them look high resolution and I would correct the color and then I had an awesome job in California which saved my life like graphic design absolutely saved my life because um, the owner of where I worked his wife just like had she had some kind of surgery or cancer and went to this awesome hospital in Newport Beach and then he sent me there too and I had really good health insurance and so that's why I say it's graphic design saved my life because like if I would have been oh with your heart yeah like if I'd have been a server or a bartender when I found out uh what was I going to do you know and that's kind of I went crazy. to the freaking best. I went to the best hospital and had the best doctor, whose name was Doctor Rainey. How cool is that? Oh wow, that like, is really crazy. Open. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we have so much in common. Cut me open, Rainey. Yes. No, but, it, but I, I do believe those are signs that you're in good hands and that you know things are going to go well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the surgery was a success, but I also woke up with a broken brain heart connection or something and I've been fighting to get it back ever since and that was like over 20 years ago so tell me what that means um well it means that I'm mental and I don't want to like be in public too much or (laughs) or do podcasts like I don't want to be on social media (laughs) I wish I could no I'm very grateful actually thank you for letting me be on here yeah because I made a beautiful website and I have a lot of healing art to share but I'm just now starting to get a little more comfortable with putting it out there and sharing were you different before your heart surgery like I had shy issues and stuff but when I had my heart surgery I was out in California I was like 21 I was going to auditions, like five auditions a week for acting as at the same time as being a graphic designer. And I did so many fun things with my sister and stuff, like so many different activities and different classes I would take. I was like, yeah, a whole different person. Crazy. And do you think so after your heart surgery, did you move back to Minneapolis? Um, I moved back home, but to Farmington close enough yeah and I I thought I was gonna get back to California like three months later (laughs) and then as time went on I was like oh my goodness I'm glad I'm not a famous actress because I don't want any attention anymore yeah and it's hard to understand that for regular people but it's true like um Last time we talked, and you're like, oh, you should do TikToks, and you can make so much money. And I really appreciate the the thought that you're putting into it, but my reaction in my head was like, so you basically want me to let strangers, like, 
into my private therapy session, I might as well put a webcam in my bathroom. <laughs> like that was my response. I was like, that's not ever That's really happen. funny. That's right? But then funny. there's other people that clearly enjoy it and it's for them and it's fine, right? It's hard to, it is really hard to put a price tag on art because it it's, yeah. I mean. I but also it's, you have to do it your way. That's what I am coming to understand. Like, some other person on Facebook recently told me I should take all the prices off my website immediately. And I was like, no, that's not for me either because I'm not able to ask a fair price yet. If someone asked me, I'm going to be like, oh, I'll give it to you for a hundred bucks, you know? Mm-hmm. So having those prices is what works for me. Mm-hmm. I don't care if that's not the norm. And hey, I did something else today. What's that? I, I, well, I have the digital download prints. I started making digital prints for people but I just set them all for a dollar today for permanently oh, because because cool. like if if someone can afford an original that's awesome but if you can't then get a print at least because decorate your lives like that's my way of trying to share and spread it yeah and give back a little I love it because <laughs> I think they have a lot of healing properties like because of how much I get out of when I paint them and the part of the process is always working through things until I find something beautiful like in other ways and then I find a way to represent it beautifully and I, I'll i keep working on every single piece until it's like pleasing in some ways you know like I'm not going to leave a painting looking or feeling negative yeah or dark and sad like I'm going to I'm if, like sometimes they're they start all really sad and then I finally feel happy and like Oop, time to cover this. <laughs> so, but I'm I feel like I'm left with all these pieces that have a lot to offer other people. That's what I'm hoping. Like it helps me feel like I have purpose now. Thinking about this, yeah, recently because like you know, mental health issues are everywhere in the world and they're that's a growing problem and. That's my way to help combat it a little. It's like if I can make a product that when people see it, it soothes their mind or it helps aid in coherence or like meditation tools or distraction tools. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of purposes Mm -hmm. that I get out of them too. So I was like, hey, because I like also when people have mental health issues, a lot of times they feel separate and broken and it's like wait I can relate though and other people feel that way too and then that helps you feel less separate yeah you know and then it starts on a healing path yeah I think art and music can both do those things oh for sure for sure and also music can make you very angry very fast if you listen to the wrong stuff (laughs) yeah I had uh you listened to Jim's podcast he was one of the first ones and um Mm -hmm. He suffered with some um, mental health issues, but um, he was talking about how he don't listen to certain music in the car because it will make you really angry for no reason. And and road rage people. Yeah. So always be aware of your surroundings. Make everything happy the way you want to or comfortable or creative. Like that's kind of what I'm doing with my office right now is trying to create it. So it's like a creative space for me. 
Um, which means like I just bought like vintage furniture from the thrift store from like nice pieces of furniture from the seventies. And like that's where I keep nice. like all my stuff instead of those plastic bins and like I'm you know, I'm filling my walls with artwork and stuff that inspires me. But um I think yeah, especially with like your paintings and stuff, it you can give people a piece of artwork that comes from the heart that may move people in different ways that maybe even mm-hmm. you weren't even moved by it. And then they can put For that sure. in their home and create that happy space. So, yeah. Yeah. And you can do it for a dollar now. Not everyone, but I have like 12 different options that you could print for $1 and, and then. Okay, so yeah. Tell me, tell me where you find that. The prints. Mm-hmm. At rainyoriginals.com. Rainy Originals. That's R-A-N-I. Right? Rainy yes. Originals. Um, but I'll have you send me the link, too, and I'll put it in the podcast so people can click it. It's a clickable link. Um, Ooh, thanks. Now, I, I saw something on your Instagram that I um, was curious about, and I think it was just an idea, but you had, like, rainy, like, products like like I even like was it bed sheets even and like oh that's red bubble yeah what is that tell me about that is that an available product those yeah all of those products are available um red bubble is free to join so I just upload an image and then you have control over all the products like I can adjust it like the bed sheet for instance there's just one little square picture in the middle of the whole bed sheet. So I was like, no, that looks dumb. And then I finally realized you press edit and then you pick a grid and then it oh. <laughs> repeats the, the, it repeats the image. And I set, I shrink it or make it like, I adjust all the products so that they look good and they like print on demand or whatever. And I still own the rights to the image, but they, whenever anyone buys one, like they just print them and ship them and I'll get a little cut of it. Like um, I don't make most of the money from it, but also I just upload that do it once and then. How do you order something like that? Do you have to? But do you have to go through you, or is it a website or? Um, it's just Redbubble.com. And there, are, I mean, it's kind of a saturated field too, like Etsy, you know. Yeah. But but, but, but but I made a sale already. <laughs> oh, do you have your own personal account with them? Like, can you go to, like, can you just send a link to that where people could, like, get, like, products? Like yeah, that? I'll try to send, a, I'll try to send, I'll send, yeah, I can send a link. Because I think that a lot of your artwork would look, like, the crazy, because you do a very ab- abstract style of painting, and I think that I I would want like a duvet cover with something that you have. Like I think that would look so good on a bed, like on your bed sheets or even curtains or like, you know, yeah, beyond just curtains. like painting. Yeah, anything. You and know, they, they have some cute scarves. There's actually some tights or leggings. There's some cute leggings. I think you might like mm. that I made. I would. I, I would do a photo shoot in them, too. I would do some photos Sweet. with some of that stuff. So, yeah, these are, like, really cool ways of um, marketing. Like, Because you almost you create, like, really interesting patterns that could go beyond just, like, a picture, a painting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the leggings things are so cool. And, like, 
I honestly, I need some new bed sheets. I, like I have like the comforter. I just need like a duvet cover. And I, I was looking at that when you posted it, and I was like, I could Sweet. really get down with this in my bedroom because yeah, my bedroom really needs some help. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, once I start to walk more, I can, you know, work more than I can spend more. <laughs> you know how that yes. works. <laughs> and and then you can come visit me and dance more yeah can you give discounts at all absolutely like i mean like maybe if they mention the podcast or something um yeah like i the thing is i will give a huge discount to anyone who ever asks it's like basically the the originals they're at their full price listed because that's their value, and I'm trying to value myself, so that's their value. But that doesn't mean if someone really, really, really wanted it, but they only had even like an eighth of the amount of money, I'll be like, absolutely. Yeah. Because also, if you ask me to donate a painting for a cause, I will say yes, because I have before, like, I don't know, 40 times or something already. Wow. <laughs> like I, I've given, because I had too many, and I didn't conquer this figuring out how to sell thing you know mm-hmm. like earlier in my life so kind of had to give away some yeah. I mean I should say yes it was all the goodness of my heart but mostly it was like here do you want some paintings <laughs> yeah yeah crazy it's... but I'll, yeah no I'm not I the, like that's good I don't know. exactly know how to offer that to people but anyone I t- talk to is like yeah absolutely if, so maybe I even... just want people to want them if someone wants one I would give it to them. Maybe send you a message. Do you have an email on your website or a contact me? Yep. Okay. So if, yep. if anyone wants a discount or they can't afford something but they really like something, um, there's always some negotiation. And if you yeah. talk to her directly, uh, mention the podcast that you heard about her, um, then for sure she'll give you a discount. Yeah. Like what should I say? What the discount is for the, the podcast? It's up to you. I don't know. 25% off your whole order. That's a good deal. That's really good. Like, except, except for, except for, I don't know if I would know how to, like, I would, I just would have to know what they want first and then I could put it 25% off on sale before they buy it off yeah. my website. Okay. That sounds great. So, so just send you a personal message through your website. Yeah. Like this is what I want. I saw it on the podcast. Can I get 25% off? Absolutely. I'll, yeah. It takes just a minute to d- discount items. Awesome. Um, yeah. I also want to talk about, so your style of of painting, me and Jen have talked about it, and, it like, we think that you see other worlds. <laughs> like, we, it looks like something that, like, an alien, like, aliens or, like, other universes would look like. Yeah, but I don't actually see them in real life. I... <laughs> I have I have a friend who ta- who channels aliens and I love to listen to those and it's so fascinating and the aliens are so friendly and loving and they're like if you want to visit our ship just say this and you can come visit and I am way too scared <laughs> I'm oh not ready gosh. that's a real <laughs> I thing I maybe I did uh, I mean I do believe her but I also believe that like you know maybe she could be not knowing 100% what's always real either. So you're telling me that you don't know for sure. 
Like, what if you did say Well, maybe she's getting lied to by the aliens, too. So, like... Well, maybe you... I do believe that she's channeling aliens. Maybe you said (laughs) the thing once, and they brought you, and they erased your memory. Possibly. (laughs) That's quite possible, though. Anything's possible, right? So... Yeah. I mean... Um... Aliens, I, I believe. I believe. But to be honest, the designs that I, or like the end products that I have, they blow my mind too about the design factor, like how it happens. I don't get it. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I could have never painted that if I wanted to paint it, but I just did. It just it comes going. to you. Kind of, but not even, like, it doesn't come to me. It just comes out of the paintbrush onto the canvas, basically. And and mostly it's, like, I am crazy detail-oriented, and I just want to clean up everything and clean and clean and clean and clean and clean. I, like, scrub the canvas clean. That's kind of what the final product is. Cool. And what I mean by that is just perfect edgings and cleaning up different edges and, and different spots. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I really like those throw pillows that you have. I think that would be so cute in someone's house. Totally. I I actually just bought Roxy one. I shipped yeah. it to Ecuador from Redbubble. Whoa, <laughs> I'm really liking this Redbubble. As long as they have like good quality like things. Yeah. You know. Right. Like I want to find out. I want to find out how it looks when she gets it. So, so if it's kind I of a to, research buy, but so uh, how do I find you if I go to redbubble.com and I think you can just search it's still under Rainy Originals. I just kept that name for it, so hopefully it's easy to find. Cool. But I I don't know if you have to type in like a space in between my name or not cuz I are you Rainy no, Rainy R O, that's not you. No. No, I th- I tried to find. It's like not easy to find. You have to have the exact whether it's a space. You should in post a not. link of that on your yeah on your Instagram on like a story. Um, no, I can help you. There's like, uh, have you heard of Linktree? Um, I've seen people have link trees. Yeah, you should get one and add a link on there. Like in my bio. Yep. So you just hit the link tree, and then I'll pull up all of your um, all of your links that you want, so you can have your website cool. and you can have your link and to a the Redbubble. Red... Yep. Because I was trying to find you in Redbubble, and I just couldn't. So uh, that right, would be... it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, that would okay. be really helpful. How do I link tree? Um, we can. I'll help you afterwards. You want to tell me later? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but that's awesome. So, and then the other thing I I liked about your um, about you, the other thing I like about you is um, my butt. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you do have a nice tush. Um, <laughs> so you made a post on Instagram, and Instagram is a platform where everyone shares all their good times, all their happy times. Everything's perfect, and. Uh, I know that's not the case. Actually, nothing is ever perfect. Like with anybody? With anybody (laughs) ever. Like everything is a struggle. Every single person's journey is a struggle, no matter what degree or what 
it's all different and it's all unique. And the idea that we look at Instagram and we only see the good stuff isn't real. Um, but you made a post the other day that was super raw and real. And I really appreciated that. Um, because I feel like you don't really have, uh, a type of filtration of like pretending everything's great. No, that is, that died in me (laughs) like a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So when I first met you, I couldn't, I couldn't even, I truly believed you cannot tell a lie whatsoever when I first met you. And then when we're working, I started to incorporate, okay, wait, customers that I'm just serving, they don't have to know my truth. I can tell them whatever I want, basically, but only friends and family, anyone you care about, I will not BS you. And I think that's a really good quality. And I do think that the truth is a good thing to have. Um... But, like, with customers, sometimes it's just not telling the truth. Like, just not – you don't have to share I don't have to be so open, right? You don't have to (laughs) share things with them. Just share what's important. You have to protect your truth sometimes, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because there's people who want information from you that are going to use it for evil. (laughs) Like, being a woman, you don't want to, like, tell – random dudes where you are <laughs> or like you right know, or like, like where i live or, or that yeah. i just broke up again or anything like you don't that. have to share that stuff with everybody that's definitely yeah. being private is a good thing um but yeah but um, pretending everything's fine when it isn't can we read can i read the post dumb. sure okay i'm gonna find it and i'm going to read it so you made a post and it was like you were having a rough day. You were on vacation, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah. It was so like the day after Christmas. So two days um, after Christmas, you had a picture of your red bubble, and you said, <laughs> "I know. I I remember what it was about." It's like, uh oh, it's going dark. I'll cut that because no, it, it's okay because I also was thinking about her the other day and. I'm feeling a lot better about it, like for real. I don't, I don't need to, I don't know if I could ever repair the relationship. That part is different, but like her inability to love other people, I feel sad for her a little bit about it too. Mm-hmm. And, and her inability to ad- admit uncomfortable things and stuff like it did affect me, but also I have so many things to be grateful for that it's affected me into at this point. Like, it's still, I, I'm, I like who I am now, so it doesn't matter the hardships that I went through or the hardships that she went through or my dad. Like, my dad's such a loving, sweet man, and he was definitely, like, tortured and stuff when he was a kid, and, like, they did the best they can. So I probably sh- shouldn't let it hurt me anymore that they're unable to talk about uncomfortable things that I am. And thank goodness I can talk about uncomfortable things instead of pretending everything's fine all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I really appreciated your rawness to share something like that and just, like, being able to be vulnerable and let people know that, like, life isn't perfect. There's things in your personal life that aren't good. There's things in your physical life that aren't necessarily good, like your neck hurts, your relationship with your family 
isn't perfect, but guess what? You're on vacation for three days and right. you could easily <laughs> just like, you know, faked it and made a post, um, which I do think that being positive is important. Um, for sure. But at the same time, like, like every, like, yeah, you're on vacation, but you still have these physical and emotional issues that a lot of people struggle with. You know, I think, yep. I mean, the biggest thing in life is either you're physically unhealthy or you're mentally unhealthy or you're both or, you know, there's so many things that go wrong in your life. Like, like, I don't think life is, uh, purpose is to figure out how to be happy. I think the purpose Mm-mm. is to figure out, like, just solving problems and constantly learning and constantly growing and um you know I don't really I mean I don't I don't know the answer to life but it's <laughs> definitely not perfect all the time and learning to love ourselves and accept ourselves and not trying to strive for perfection either by the way like that's one of that's one of the prints that I have it's from a shamanette song it says one problem with being perfect it makes nothing worth it. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I just break it down like, don't try to be perfect anymore because I'm saying, you know, it's not worth it. So go try to do something else that's not trying to be perfect. What do you What do you mean by that? Because I, I always feel like striving for, for perfectionism, I was always like taught that that's good. Like you should always put your all in everything or really like try hard. And, and you're saying mm-hmm. that you don't think that we should do that? Well, I think you should try to like, you know, do your best usually in whatever way that means, including giving yourself a break sometimes of being nice to yourself when you're having a bad day. Sometimes that still counts as being your, doing your best or whatever, but striving for perfection usually leads to unhealthy things like unhealthy habits or unhealthy competition or unhealthy comparison. You know, like I, I try to paint the best I can, but I'm not trying to be the best painter because that's obviously impossible. There's thousands and thousands of painters that are technically better already than me, and yeah. so I think that does then that shouldn't be that shouldn't matter. And what does a perfect painting even mean? But also as a person, like perf- if you basically okay, what I mean is if you project an image of perfection, who is going to be able to relate to you, not a single person. And so once you finally reach that perfection, you're going to be so much more lonely than you've ever been in your whole life. So good job. Good job getting perfect there. You know what I mean? Like, it's so not rewarding. Yeah, I think that you should do the best that you, you know, like at least put, person, your, right? yeah, put your heart into something. And maybe, you know, because I really like goals and achieving goals and figuring out ways to do For that. For sure. But um, I get what you're saying, too, because it can be toxic, too. You have to find a balance in everything, I think, because overachieving could turn into a toxic way of being and maybe being lazy is also mm-hmm. toxic. So finding that yeah. middle and place. And not allowing yourself. not al- Yeah, like because if you are too gung-ho on achieving and you're not allowing yourself to say rest and recover from a broken foot how are you gonna heal right right for example like you're (laughs) that's a forced change in your schedule for a while yeah but but don't like 
if you were too gung-ho, you might feel like down on yourself or judge yourself for, for breaking your foot and for being a lazy person instead of walking more right now and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I do think that a lot of people care too much about what others think. And that's going to tear them off of their path. Absolutely. And, and it's and interesting. And also, we're all, we all are too hard on ourselves usually, too. Yeah, I really like listening to motivational videos <laughs> and speeches. Me and too, stuff. lately. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I It just, like, sometimes it just gets me out of bed or, like, gets me going in the morning or if I'm having a lull, you know, and I need somebody to just, like, you know, remind me to get up and do stuff. But either way, um, so a lot of that is like, like a lot of those videos, like they're saying, like, be better than everybody, be the best, get up early, do this, be the best. And it's just like, it almost can become toxic because I realize that listening to the videos all the time, I'm starting to like, you know, judge other people like, oh, really? You can't do that? Like, what are you like? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, no, that's yeah. toxic. I'm like, why aren't you good enough? I'm like, oh, no, that's not what it was supposed to do. Because then it's like you don't have like people with that mindset necessarily don't have maybe don't have room for um, like compassion for people who like, you know, aren't really there because let's be honest like a lot of us can't get to that point of being 100 percent. if we all did could you imagine the world that we live in if everybody was like competing with each other and trying to be the best yeah i mean i don't want to i'm not going to <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. but i don't know if i mean you visualize maybe, it it'll happen but maybe everybody <laughs> should just be the best but not like aggressively just be like the best person that they could be you know honestly for sure because but they have in order to do that they have to define what best is to them and we yeah. all have to accept each other's definitions of what's best right. i really wish i really wish there could be no more judgments in the world yeah that's not gonna happen and <laughs> i think we need i, know, I think we need judgment I think we should Why? I think we should judge ourselves. I think judgment uh -uh. comes with such a negative connotation, but it's not necessarily like like judging somebody can be helpful. Mm -mm. Well, yeah, it is a thing that exists, so it can be helpful sometimes, but at the same time, if we all learned how to be non-judgmental, world peace would happen i know this because my dbt teacher told me <laughs> but she was such a wise woman i took dbt three times to learn these skills about not about not judging yourself and it did leave me very separated from the world a little too knowing these things but it helped so in so many ways but also she was very adamant that you can't just be positive about everything too. So I'm not saying we have to just be positive about everything. She was very adamant, like, yes, being positive is important, but you can't just switch everything to a positive. You have to accept the harder feelings. I think right? we should be constantly judging ourselves and in, in not in a negative <laughs> way. I think we should be like reflecting and thinking about our actions and how the how what we can do personally to change 
to better the but, way but we treat people. But why do you have to have it in a judging way? I don't think, I think, I don't know why you just put judgment in that mix. Definitely self-reflect, maybe. Definitely, maybe. Hold yourself accountable. Absolutely. I'm 100% for holding yourself accountable. Um, but the reason I'm not for the judgment part is because sometimes you can judge yourself and then it doesn't, it doesn't like, or if you do something that you don't approve of, judging it makes you feel more worse. It compounds the problem instead of just observing, oh, I did that and I didn't like it and I'm not going to do it again. Then you still grow, but you didn't put the judgment in there to make you feel bad and complicate it. Sure. It's that a, makes sense. I can't, I can't. Okay, I'm trying to explain it. Like, I'm not the DBT teacher that I had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, so it sounds like to me, going back to kind of um, what we were talking about, so with art, um, it's it's kind of more of like a therapy. It can go deeper than just a simple painting on somebody's wall especially yours you even sometimes have some like phrases on there that like i actually yeah. have one in my studio um and i don't remember what it said because i haven't been there in a while um yesterday yesterday yes <laughs> or does it say tomorrow <laughs> no yesterday okay <laughs> but you have a lot of different things with a lot of different quotes and I have a painting in my living room from you, and it's teeny tiny, and it's next to a really big painting, and it's called It's a Small World After All, I think. Nice. Yeah. But <laughs> but the cool part about your work is, like, on the back of it, like, you go into these, like, sometimes you keep writing, and you're like, and actually this and that and this and that. And it's it's fun. Like, your paintings are fun. Like, they're they're deep, and they're out of this world, and they have another meaning to them, and they're, they're great. I love them. <laughs> Thanks. They love you. And I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you and I have been, we've been friends for a while. We've been friends for, like, 10, 10 years now, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I just want to put that out there, that we've known each other <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Which is actually very important to me, because um, the older I get, the harder it is to, like, maintain long-term friendships. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. I know a lot of, um, I think a lot of people would have to agree with that because um, life changes and people change and responsibility becomes more important and people have children and things just happen over time. But I'm glad that we are friends, even though you live mm -hmm. far away and we've had some, way too far away. <laughs> we've had some good times together. We've, um, traveled actually and or at least I've I ended up in on accident I ended up at your apartment in um St. Louis yep I wanted to show you so many things about that town too mm -hmm. I wanted you to take your camera to the city museum because that's the most gorgeous freaking museum I've ever seen in my life yeah did you spend a lot of time at the city museum when you were there yep I live like I could I could see the they have on the roof a 
like a 60 foot praying mantis and a ferris wheel and i could see that out of my bedroom window yeah and you had an amazing <laughs> let's talk about your apartment that loft was, holy crap it was an it was a loft that was a floor to ceiling like windows and it, just beautiful yep. view yep mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but that and, museum holy crap <laughs> and i i uh so it all started when i got uh got drunk after Christmas in Wisconsin with a bunch of old high school friends. Somehow I booked myself a trip to New York City. Um, and I had had to rearrange my schedules so I could go on this trip that I booked myself while drinking. And so I went on this trip mm-hmm. to New York City. Um, and I went for like five days. And then on my last day... I got confused by the way the airport was set up, and I missed my flight. And they had to send me to St. Louis for, like, I don't... How long was I there? For, like, eight hours or something? Yeah, it's just a... Yeah, I, they sent me to St. Louis for, for eight hours, and then I flew to Chicago and then back to Minneapolis to get home because <laughs> I missed <laughs> my flight back. Um, the whole trip was just, like, what, like kind of weird. But, um, uh, yeah, so I ended up in St. Louis for eight hours, and I got to see you. You picked me up from the airport, and we hung out, and I tried to stay up all night to hang out with you, but I ended up falling asleep, but the short time that we had was very fun. (laughs) Right. And then um, we had some time in Wisconsin. We went on a trip to Wisconsin. We went hiking, and we shot guns, and it was so fun. (laughs) And And I freaked you out with my secret perfect aim yeah so not only you must have like you must be really good with your hands because not only um are you a good painter but you can shoot a straight (laughs) like you're a straight shooter and it's crazy because you're not even like a shoot like you don't shoot guns very often oh god no (laughs) and she just like hit the target dead on it was it was I shot a bullet through the middle of the bullseye, and then I shot a bullet through that hole. Yeah, that's so crazy. That is so <laughs> crazy. Uh, I mean, we, if, I didn't know I would even be able to hit the target, so yeah. That was, yeah, that was so much fun. And then we both, you were living in um, Hot Springs, and I was living in Minneapolis still, because I've yeah, not really moved there, but um, we met in Texas. Dallas. Dallas. And that was my first time to Dallas. Me too. Yeah. So our first time to Dallas, we got an Airbnb and we went to a concert together. Oh, yeah. And we had a lot of really fun times. That concert was so amazing. Yeah. And didn't we walk like an hour to get a burger? Longer than that, in and out. <laughs> we yes. walked because I figured I wanted to walk because I thought it would be good exercise. We walked like in the heat in July or something. Yep. Yeah, like like scooting to different sh- shade parts along the way, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, we we worked off that burger. Yeah, we did. And we got matching apple tattoos. Oh yeah, duh! And now we my have... last tattoos. 
the, yeah, that was a big one. We we'd we the first night we flew in, we went to um, find a place for dinner, and it was next to a tattoo shop, right, or something, or like we were like, well, maybe we should check out to see if there's a tattoo shop nearby. And we're like, should we get dinner? Should we get tattoos? And we chose tattoos. We got tattoos. Yeah. But then we <laughs> ate dinner after. Because, <laughs> I mean, you can always yeah. have dinner. But, like, everything was, like, closed. But we went. We, actually, we found that one place. And it was outside and delicious. Yeah. And I think they thought we were crazy because it was chilly to them. But it was, like, I don't yeah. know. It was <laughs> July. I mean, can't have, couldn't have been that cold July in Texas. But, yeah, that was really fun. That was fun. Totally. We went to that rooftop and had some drinks yep, remember we that? Did. yeah that was fun. a couple too many possibly though because we couldn't even stay for all the acts <laughs> at the show Wait. i mean it's okay because we saw cage elephant like that was the main part but oh you oh you, wait hungover, the, the rooftop oh because the next day was the show yeah and we were like a little low energy for the yeah but we but we also dance the whole time yeah but we also went to the show and we forgot that like we drove we drove we flew all this way spent all this money to see cage the elephant and we were almost late to it yep <laughs> but we made it we made it just in time um we were almost late because we met up with another friend of mine <gasps> oh yeah yeah my friend who lived in um Austin, but we met him in Dallas downtown, and we had we went to a brewery, and then we were having so much fun, and we barely made it to the show. <laughs> and walking around the park and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had some really good times, but um, yeah, so we've had a good we've had a good run, and I hope that we can have some more good runs. But yeah, um, but yeah. Um, I guess we're supposed to be talking about art and paintings, and we started talking I'm about I'm glad you like traveling, though. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I've put a pause on that recently just because of life, but... <laughs> a lot of people have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't about to fly anywhere the last couple years. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I did fly, and then I got COVID. Did and... you wear a mask the whole time, even? Like, flying? Yeah, of course. But I, I don't think I got it from traveling, but I, I did, um, I got myself in a situation that um, I got mugged, but, um, so that was yeah. not fun. So I haven't traveled since then, but um, when oh, I got back. Oh, no, are you, sorry. <laughs> oh, when I got back, I got COVID, but I don't think I got it from traveling. I actually Who knows? think I got it from one of the restaurants that I worked at that I needed to oh. stop in. Um, and then yeah. like someone oh, hugged me. Yeah, someone hugged me. They're like, "We haven't seen you in forever." I was like, "Oh, okay." And then like right after they hugged me, they're like, "There's a COVID outbreak here." I was like, "Why are you touching me?" <laughs> I know. I hope people don't get afraid of hugs after this. Well, you should be afraid I... of hugs because no, people are uh, creepy. Well, <laughs> but as soon as COVID broke out, I was like wait a second, I'm not the example because everyone started living like me, like <laughs> not going anywhere and stuff. And I'm like, that's not how I was not supposed to, that's not what you're supposed to do. Oh my gosh. Like that's... I was fine. I'm fine that I'm kind of like shy and don't need to go everywhere and stuff. But like if the whole world becomes that way, 
then it maybe makes me nervous. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are nervous about going out. I am, and I love to be in the world, and I'm nervous about yeah. going out because I just – I think that, too, um, when there is a pandemic, like – I don't know. I don't know anything. But for me personally, I just know that I want to stay inside. And if I don't need to go out, you know, like, obviously, I want to support like music and stuff. But I just want to be very careful about what I do and wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, pretty soon, I mean, starting tomorrow um, you, is wait, what day is it today? Oh, no, starting today, actually. There's a mandate. It's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so Minneapolis and St. Paul have a vax card mandate where you can't go into a place without your vax card. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, for those of you who are unvaxxed, you don't even think about going out in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah. That could be frustrating. I wish people could just be more responsible, and if you're sick, Try not to get other people sick or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to discuss um, vaccines on this podcast. That is <laughs> not what I want to do. <laughs> right. So. I don't have an opinion on either way. I got vaccinated only because I didn't want to survive everyone else dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I also never thought I was going to get vaccinated. So I see both sides. And I know people got lied to and they don't know what to believe. So everyone gets to do whatever they want with that yeah no like i'm not gonna look differently on anyone whether they did or not but but there's people but But don't talk about it now but now you know those people that um choose you know my body my choice they choose not to get vaccinated i can't that's gonna hurt themselves and businesses now if you live that's unfortunate I think I'm having I'm having um, the owner of Cafeto on my podcast in a few weeks, maybe even next week. I don't remember, but either way, um, he's you know he's got regulars who come in to Cafeto every day who aren't vaxxed. So yeah. now he's going to have to turn those regulars down, and it's not going to be fun for those people who you know, you know, coffee shop people, it's like, yeah, that's their place to hang out. And, you know, so just I stuff th- like that, like, you know, different places, not just Cafeto, but there's so many coffee shops or just, you know, think about the places that people go or like restaurants or, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe I don't know, maybe it's a good time to stay inside. I don't know how long this vax mandate is going to be going on for. I don't, I don't know. Is it forever? I don't know. What else are we going to have to prove that we're chipped? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we're not talking uh, about it. Okay, let's move hey. on. Do you still go into Cafeto? Um, I haven't because I don't drive, um, and I haven't oh. really lived in the neighborhood. But when I am in the neighborhood, I try to. Well, I might have a painting hanging up there still. Yeah, the little ship. Yeah, a little sail, sh- a little sailboat. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Um, you should have a gallery there. <laughs> And oh my gosh right you should do I mean, an exhibit there but um you don't live there so here so. i know do you have any galleries up like uh, um hold on hello hello hi we're back um sorry about that we were talking about so i was wondering about um any like exhibits that you've done or um anything ex how do you say it 
exhibition exhibition yeah exhibition why do they call it exhibition i don't know because i am not comfortable exhibiting <laughs> <laughs> i i've turned down so many offers since i joined instagram i turned my my i have a friend on instagram who asked me to do his podcast and i said no because you you Wait. own the rights <laughs> Like I, I owe the rights to you. Me, well, me. tell me. Okay, so tell me who, who's your friend <laughs> but, with the podcast. I don't want to say because I might do his podcast a different time. You should do his podcast. Is it someone local to you or? No, I've never met him. His name is Cosmic Threader, actually. He lives in Canada. He's he's a really cool cat. Oh, cool. But, yeah, you should definitely do that. Don't be limited to me. I'm not. No, I just wanted I want to you practice to... first. I just told him, like, I am not ready yet. But Yeah, you're comfortable with me because we're <laughs> friends. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, um, so why okay, do you turn I, down? I didn't answer your question. Yeah, but why, yeah, why do you, well, hold on. Why do you turn down um, the exhibitions? Because isn't that where you. Because um, I don't want to stand. I don't want to be there. Like, it, I did that. I did that art show in Cafeto, an art fair in, not a show, I did that art fair in Cafeto. Like the like, craft fair? Yeah. I had a, a, a booth or whatever, and I just kept running into my friend's garage. What's his name? Eric. Yeah. And crying and crying. I just kept running over there and crying more because it's just not comfortable. And it's like, I don't want to spend all these years and all this effort and all this stuff you know like making my work and then ha then making an ass of myself in public and like then I'm never gonna sell it or something like I don't know but I did I have done art shows and the last one I still I still wish I could redo it in my head too like I had my prices too high and I was too uncomfortable this one guy asked me a question about the painting and I blurted out some silly little answer and kept walking like I didn't, but I, it was still an exciting show. I, I'm not answering your question very good. I have hung stuff up in a lot of places. Yeah, I remember that, I helped you. I don't know if I didn't really help much, but you did one at a uh, vape shop. Smokeless Smoking. Yeah, Julia got me that show. And you worked I had, really I had good one. There. Thank you. I know I loved that display, and then I took it all down and moved to St. Louis. And then in St. Louis, I had. A nice art show it was at a design college and and it was all my stuff like 48 paintings and they had the proper lighting that I could adjust and stuff so like stuff never looked better I swear that's but, super cool <laughs> yeah it's that's kind of why I want to move up hopefully to Fayetteville someday too like I love Arkadelphia for what it is but it's sort of a dead town it's not there's not a lot of exciting prospects but at the same time maybe that's fine because i could live in the country and sell work from my website but in a place that's that has more opportunity it'd be a lot easier to get stuff hung up places and spread it more better right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like hot springs had a lot of opportunity but at that point most of my stuff was cut out of the frame so i didn't really have enough framed stuff again but I still hung a couple of paintings up in the aquarium. Did, 
which is really cool. Did you move to Hot Springs because it was such an artist community? No, I moved to Hot Springs because I had a piece of shit boyfriend <laughs> with no job. And that was the only place I could support us both. And the second I got to Hot Springs, that place is so magical and saturated with quartz crystals. I think that's what happened. And or or it was just my gorgeous loft that I had there with thin walls and I was like there's no way he's staying here and I gave him gas money and I didn't let him sign the lease good <laughs> for you I, I knew nobody in hot springs but thank goodness it was a very healing place I really wish I would have visited you there so your place in hot springs was kind of cool too because you lived in Bill Clinton's old elementary school middle school oh I don't know which one I thought it was a high school or high school. I don't but know. I'm not you tell me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not for certain. But yeah, they, like, I miss that chalkboard. Like, there's no tomorrow. I had, like, I don't know, a 20-foot chalkboard in my apartment. Because it used apartment. to be a uh, school. Yeah. With hardwood floors. I, I would, I, I could tap, like, when my neighbors weren't home. <laughs> and it was just the greatest playground ever. And, that, and it had a full kitchen and bathroom. And it was four hundred and fifty dollars a month. Dang, girl! And um, yeah. and it's ridiculous. Did you have any ghosts? No. That's good. But magically, magically, thank goodness, I didn't take the other apartment that was available because I found out later that the previous dude died on the toilet, mm. <laughs> and they had to like redo it. And and that neighbor, she's so nice. I told my maintenance dude, I was like, don't let her find that out. Mm. <laughs> because we moved in like the same time and I picked mine and she picked that one. Well, did the maintenance dude tell you about it? Yeah. That's awkward. She doesn't know about it. She was such a sweet old lady. I was like, do not let her know that. That's super, <laughs> super awkward. <laughs> I'm scared of ghosts. So I, I, I think there's a ghost in my kitchen sometimes, but. If ever I expect one, I'm just like, sorry, I'm scared of you. Please leave me alone. Yeah, I have a ghost in my house. You do? Mm -hmm. In your new place? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, I'm trying tell to... me, a how do you know? Uh, well, it, it, it used to wake me up when I first moved in here at 3 in the morning on the dot. Um, Yikes, that's actually the witchy time. Where I, yeah, I found that out. I didn't actually even know that. Um, at 3 <laughs> in the morning on the dot, like I like woke up to smoke billowing, and I thought my kitchen was on fire. <gasps> and I jumped out of bed and like ran down the hall, and there was smoke everywhere, and I couldn't breathe. And I got to my kitchen, and it disappeared. And I was just staring <gasps> at the clock that said 3 a.m., <laughs> And I was just Yikes. looking around, like, trying to figure out what happened. And I have full-body goosebumps now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony has cameras all over the house, so he watched <gasps> the footage when I told him about that. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. I didn't see any smoke, so apparently it's just what I saw. And um, yeah. he's like, but you were freaked. He's like, the look on your face. Oh. Like, you ran down the hall, and you were like, look so confused. <laughs> What but, the heck? And what was that freaking ghost trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. But sometimes it locks me into that the bathroom. That could be their own. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes it, what? it locks me in the bathroom, which is right next to the bedroom. It all happens, like, in the bedroom and the bathroom. Um, so, like, it's it's twice now, like, not let me open the door. 
and like <gasps> I've pulled on it and pulled on it and then I've told it to like I kind of yelled at it and told told it to stop and then the door jerked open um dang yeah and then I have like like I have like uh the Alexa went off while me and Tony were in the front living room and I was like is that bedroom Alexa playing music and it was playing Whitney Houston um like I want to feel the heat with somebody Um, oh I love that song (laughs) and I was like what like it just like would go off and then like one time the tv turned on full volume to like um I don't know whatever dude you have a serious pull through guys yeah I uh, don't care what volume it was at like yeah it was full volume (laughs) like the whole bedroom was like screaming the tv and it was girl 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 interrupted was on oh my gosh I love that movie yeah and I was like, and it. I didn't go back I have there. Have my own Eden chicken. <laughs> yeah, Brittany Murphy. I have that movie memorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But that I think they had the TV on for like it was probably like two or three minutes, and then it just turned off. And oh, I like, what? Yeah, and then and then just recently, me and Nally, we like to play hide and seek. So we we're playing hiding hide and seek. She comes, finds me, and I hide, and um. <laughs> I hid in the closet in the bedroom, and when she came to find me, I gave her a treat, and then we have, like, this little, like, wedge alarm that, like, goes under a door, but um, it wasn't, it wasn't turned on, because it would, it, if it's turned on, it doesn't, like, like, you have to flip a switch, and then, and then you tuck it under your door, and then if uh-huh. it gets released, like if someone opens the door, the alarm goes off, and it's like as loud as like a smoke detector. But the wedge was. Just, I want one. Yeah, it, they're cool. I like them for like you know traveling and stuff. Especially you can yeah. use them so many different ways. Um, but so so we use it like on our door at night, just you know for safety. But um, yeah. the alarm was sitting next to the door, not turned on, because if it was turned on, it would be going off because it wasn't wedged under anything. Yeah. But somehow the f- like there's it there's no way it could have accidentally. It's like a flip, a switch that flips over, and it just yeah, like you're not breathing that heavy. <laughs> there's no. F- it's just a switch. Like you have to like it. You need like a finger to do it, and yeah. just the alarm went off. Like it just turned on randomly while we were like putting hide and seek, and I'm like, because like, I didn't even know. I thought it was a smoke detector, and I was like, what? But then I realized it was this tiny alarm that like there's no way it could have gotten turned on. So, anyways, ghost stories, fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared of that. Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to feel. His name's Harold. I've named him Harold. I mean, because I think some of them can be dangerous and some of them can be fine. Um, you could you could try to do a whole pono pono healing for it, but what's, I don't think that will get it away. What's that? You say you say you say I love you. I'm sorry. Thank you, and please forgive me in any order those words and they heal whatever situation is around but i don't think that'll actually work (laughs) sorry i don't know i mean i've I've had my my friend taught me that but she also knows how to release um entities from an attached place like there's probably an entity stuck in that house or something messing with you that's what i'm thinking But but hopefully it's not dangerous and you can 
you can't spell it the way I said, but maybe I don't know. Do you have any ghost hunters friends? <laughs> I do, and actually, they're very interested. Like I don't know, whatever. But I've I've had different people give me advice, and a lot of people are like you know they're like, well, you know. You can you can choose to love and accept it and tell it that you love it and that um, you know just stop scaring me and stuff and try to make okay peace with it. yeah like as long as long as it stops freaking you out because you don't want it to you don't that sounds very very stressful I I get very stressed by loud sounds yeah the sounds so, really freak me you know, out yeah, yeah like that's like, gonna raise ugh. your stress and your cortisol and all that crap yeah yeah so I don't know I mean I've I mean, I've obviously had things happen, but, like, I've never had, like, been, like, oh, I'm sure this is, like, there's something weird in here. You know what I mean? Like, you just know that's, like, not normal. And I'm not, like, an easily spooked person. But I know Tony was, like, we are not sleeping in that room. And I was, like, well, I am. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not gonna make it, like, push me out of my house. Like, I'm going to tell right, it to stop. Right, you don't give it the power. I'm giving it, I'm saying I'm going to bed and you leave me alone and stop scaring me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Hopefully that works because, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I have to get up and pee at, like, between 3 and 4 a.m. every single freaking night. And that's like the scary hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't give that hour that much power though. Well, I don't. I leave my glasses off. I don't turn any lights on. I just go pee and I I have a toilet light that illuminates. Cool. I love those. <laughs> it like sticks into I, the toilet, right? Yeah. I know some I people that. are weirded I, out by those. <laughs> don't poop on it. Gross. I would never. I got the, I got it for Ian for his birthday. I was like, I got you this toilet light, but mostly I really wanted it. But I got <laughs> but one of my exes that too, too because if I can fall back asleep quickly, then he'll get better sleep. So it's good for all of us. Yeah, I like. I don't those. look around though when I'm awake. I don't look around because I know it's between three and four, and I just and you don't want to have bright lights wake you up. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just got those red those red glasses for when you sit on your phone at night. Um, those seem to be really helpful for those who like play on their phone. I I I decided like I could either stop looking at my phone before I go to bed, or you could get those glasses, yeah. and there's a happy medium. One or the other. Yeah, I'm I I I get a little. I always tell my boyfriend to put his phone down, and he looks at me like, Rrr. and I'm like. Tch. For your own good, you have to let your brain shut off. <laughs> I, I have. I feel like I'm a little naggy about that sometimes, but yeah. At like ten or ten thirty or something, I'm like, oh my gosh, put your phone down. I don't do that. I need you to nag me. Can you text me? Wait, no, that means I have to look <laughs> at my phone. <laughs> I I don't even. I turn my Wi-Fi off at night and leave my phone outside of the room. Even. I need a girlfriend to tell me to get off my phone. I need somebody <laughs> to nag at me. Gosh, where do I get one of those? <laughs> I, f- I feel like you probably nag yourself enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're Virgos, Plenty. that happens. Yeah. Although I've been, like, lazy with myself lately. I'm like, it's fine. No, you haven't. I'm like, it's fine. You could just, like, <laughs> lay in bed all day instead of, like, you do can. stuff. <laughs> Let your bones heal. I know, I know, I know I should. But I think I'm I'm starting to get to the point where I have to get my life back together. Like, I've 
been, oh, absolutely. I've only been wearing sweatpants. <laughs> but that's <laughs> but that's like mainly because I hang out at home and like before I could only like fit my foot in sweatpants and stuff. So Oh yeah, for um, sure. So but yeah, no, I'm starting to try to get back and like, you know, rearrange my life so that it works for me again, I guess. Yeah. Can you can you go can you walk Nally by yourself? I've done it one time. Um, twice, two times. Can you walk by yourself more easily? Because if she pulls, that might be worse. You know what's crazy? So I've been talking about how my dog has no, like, has no care about my broken foot. In fact, like, <laughs> she's afraid of my crutches. She, like, mm-hmm. would just, like, charge me and just, like, knock me over, like, land on my foot. And I'd be like, stop. But I think she actually is more aware than I think. Because when I walk her now, she walks super slow with me. It's like she oh, knows that I don't like she I think she understands the progress. Like I think she sees that I can't walk the same. I mean totally. Yeah. Like, she knows you broke your foot and she probably f- acted weird because that's natural. Yeah, she does Animals smell don't like it. sickness yeah. and stuff. And, and and like if the two of you lived out in the wild and you broke your foot, you'd be dead. Yeah. So she's like, how are you able to heal? Yeah, she smells it a lot. She probably thinks you're a wizard now. Yeah, and she knows that I'm limping. And it's crazy. She really, she, for the first time, didn't pull when I was walking her, which was super cool. Cool. Um, She loves you so much. Oh. Probably just freaked her out. She's become, since I've been at home for, like, three months. It's been, like, three months, I feel. Like, I think, yeah, three months that I've been sitting at home um with a broken foot and she's become obsessed with me like obsessed like everywhere I go it's like what are we doing now where are we going and before I would leave the house for hours and she'd have alone time and stuff but now it's like if I leave the house it's like she tries to run out there with me and it's kind of heartbreaking I'm like oh no sweetie I I gotta go to my physical therapy like (laughs) dude I I know that feeling when you have, when you, I know that feeling. You're like, I'm sorry. When you're I obs- can't throw the ball any more times. When you're that obsessed with someone or. Yeah. <laughs> or like dogs get obsessed with me and then I'm a sucker and I can't say no. So mm-hmm. I'll throw the ball till my arm falls off. And then mm-hmm. you have to go and you're like, I'm sorry. I want to love you more. But yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's a. Uh... Yeah, it's heartbreaking, but you know, it's all an adjustment. But I think that we're our podcast here is starting to kind of go off on. Um, sorry, you want to cut it? Don't be sorry. I mean, <laughs> if people are here just to listen about paintings, then we're sorry because we're friends and we just kind of chit chatted about different subjects. So <laughs> I, I didn't even tell you my technique, how I do it. Okay, I want to know your technique. Yeah, I, I tell play. me about that. You just play. You play on a canvas until you love it. Ta-da! <laughs> so, okay, so tell me, so, okay, so a lot of it, I feel like, I feel like you should have been, like, an art therapist, first of all. Like, I think that would be a good job for you. And I think that maybe, I mean, you technically can't be an art therapist, but it would be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm not schooled, but... I want to someday, yeah. I mean, what what if you just led like um a, like a, a free webinar? One I could. Yeah, or like a yeah, like a live sh- video, like everybody pull out your like your tools and just kind of talk about like how the different colors make you feel and like different lines and cuz I do think that Yeah, like tips and tricks and how to get past different parts that 
people get stuck on and stuff. Yeah. I could, I could help people because I do, like, I can't draw for crap, you know, and, and I do make really pretty paintings sometimes, but I don't necessarily have, like, all the skills, you know, and I kind of believe that if people need art, they definitely can have it, but if you need to be an artist, you can, and if anyone really wants to paint, like, I could probably help them find their own uh, ways of doing that. I think so, because I just make a mess, and then I put a beautiful, perfect orb on it, and it's so pleasing, <laughs> or something. Yeah. I mean, like, because you're kind of a, a lot of different ones. But... You're an abstract painter, right? Yeah. You don't really um, look at things or like take pictures of things and try to mimic it. And, like, draw I can it. do that. Some I can do that too, actually. Okay. Without with, it's I don't really draw it too much. I mostly just paint what I see, and it, I can make it look realistic, but. For the most part, it's abstract. But I, I kind of would like to coach people sometimes in the abstract because I'm, well, I'm a brat and I want to <clears> tell people, hey, that's beautiful and all, but push it a little further. I Do can, a couple more layers. <laughs> I can vouch for you being a little bit of a brat about it because we painted <laughs> together Uh-oh. and you made me feel so bad. I mean, not in a bad oh, way, but you were like, Brit, that line is really fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe I shouldn't be it. <laughs> so I think Brad is the perfect term, which I don't I'm not judging you. Um but, I think that I think that you are very critical and very like you know, painting is free, but you have a way of being like maybe try it this way. But I think the way you express it may may come off differently. I could work I could work on that for sure. Yeah, maybe. I you made me feel a little insecure about my skills. Although Dang I have it. zero skills um, no, with painting. I still have that painting that you're talking about. With a cute butt. Yeah. We made a little angel with a cute butt. But yeah, no, I mean I think yeah, painting's not my forte. And I did appreciate you telling but, me what, like, you know, like, what I did wrong. Because no one's ever done that. And I'm like, wow, you're right. That is really a fat line. Maybe focus more on, like, my, like, what I'm doing and, like, concentrate and not just, like, yeah. you know, stick my fingers in paints like I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> Which, that's fun, too. And I have some reasons for for being that way, though. Because they just, I want everyone to be able to to paint if they want to. But... If you just think something's good enough and then start a new one, pretty soon you're going to have thousands of canvases. And that's a lot to find a home for. And so over the years, I've started to do that to my own. I just keep pushing them further and further because they're in my possession for 15 years. And and I don't know. Like so many of them, I thought they were so beautiful. And then 10 years later, I'm like, well, also I could improve on it now. So I, I want to do that. Yeah, I like but that. Like I, I, I shouldn't s- have to push other people, but at the same time, I just, I don't want subpar stuff out there, and I don't want other people to be selling subpar stuff when they could have made it more pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like I want better. I want better artwork in hotels and stuff. Like, why does why do they have to have such bland subpar pieces? That sounds so snotty. I don't know. I'm sorry. It sounds snotty. <laughs> it's not snotty. But, but, 
but you're an artist you see this is the part where we talked about judging in the beginning I think I think it's okay to judge I do I think that it's not okay to there's elements of judgment that can be super negative and like have a negative way and I get what you're saying but like this like judging like the way like the the paintings in the hotel rooms like maybe some paintings in certain hotel rooms aren't really super great (laughs) and (laughs) what you say what's subpar tell me what subpar means I don't really think I understand um just like um because with abstract like you don't really have uh, how am I gonna explain this there's just so many times like you see so many elements that are beautiful so you love it and then you don't want to ruin them and cover them but the whole entirety of the picture still needs stuff and i i want to encourage people to be open to pushing themselves a little further to add more elements to create something more than they thought they could yeah like it's not ever finished yeah People have gotten mad at me before because I changed my paintings after I signed them. And I'm like, but it was done and now it's not done anymore. That's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, like like with me in photography, I always have this rule for myself um, to not uh, do editing the same day of a photo shoot because, uh. because it, you have to remove yourself from what you just did. Because if mm-hmm. I look at it right away, like, a lot of times I'm like, oh, my God, that's so bad. That's so – no, no, oh, gosh. But I need a new perspective. Like, I need to sleep on it. I need to wake up and go back to it and then edit it because it's just – I was already so close to the art piece or, like, the photo yeah. shoot. And it is it's, – it's so different from, like, photographing something and then seeing it because it's – it's like photographing it is almost like an art piece in itself and it's so moving for Mm -hmm. me it does something for me and like the creation part and I would imagine with painting is similar because like you get something out of it while you're painting it and creating it but then the finished piece is going to be different and then how you deal with the finished piece is going to be a lot different than when you're in the mix of doing it Mm -hmm. absolutely and sometimes you can pour your heart and soul into a piece and it's like 40 hours of work and a year and a half of working. And then one day you're like, "That I just don't like it, though. And then you completely cover it with something else and bam, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> that, isn't that so <laughs> That's cool? That's also why my TikTok so videos cool. would be just impossible yeah. to, to like record that and keep them like straight. But that's Well, I of- mean, honestly, like what you just said to me... Um, was really cool like even if you take that voice clip of what you just said to me and put it in a video of just a painting or like a just painting and then like that would be a great video (laughs) and I mean I'm not trying to jump on the bandwagon of like TikToks (laughs) and stuff because I hate doing that but it is a fun thing like it is a fun thing that people have done to like reach out and find I mean, like, all these people are doing their own businesses and, like, selling different things, and they're having TikTok videos. Like, I have a... And there's some really cute TikTok videos. There are. And they're fun to kind of... It is fun. I don't know how I feel about it, but I am very addicted to it because, again, with a broken foot laying in bed, I find myself (laughs) scrolling through TikTok videos. (laughs) 
So, um, but yeah, no, um, I might even start doing my podcast clips on TikTok videos. So I might put you on a TikTok video. (laughs) Sweet. Send it to me. I'll be like, finally, I'm in a TikTok video. You can get an account and have you even looked at stuff like that? No. You could sign I don't have an account. Yeah, you can get an account. I think you just link it to your Facebook kind of thing, but then you don't have to post anything. You can literally just watch videos. Well, my friend sends me TikTok videos, but I just can't send them to other people because I don't have TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I sent, I just sent a video today because I thought they're funny because sometimes they're really funny and I send them to people. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, okay. So your skill is just to like, do you put on music when you like, how do you get in the mood to paint? For sure. There, well, sometimes I'll listen to like excelsior or something that's me you you listen (laughs) for sure um or music like one or the other cool yeah so you like listening to my podcast what about it do you love your podcast oh yay what about it do you like because I, i i i enjoy doing it and i like to like talk to these people and a lot of them are just people that i already know and i already know they're freaking badass but like as an outside perspective, I would like to know, like, what you think about it. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, I love the Minneapolis flavor and the sneak peek inside of it. And I find it very educational. <laughs> yeah, like kind of like, like hearing what the person who created a business or an art piece has to say about it. Um, yeah, like, well, first of all... I loved that the one with Scott Seekins. You did. I, I, I saw him around town a few times, of course, but I was too shy. I never said hi. But he's awesome, and that was so fascinating to hear and learn all those things. And Like he's just a person. And then, yeah, a super awesome person who's real. And then, and then that friend of that, that has the store, she was super fascinating. And what Nicole had to say about drumming and stuff and her spirit with music, it really uh, ignited my soul about yeah. music again. Like, Yeah, Nicole's yeah, an amazing um, person. Great person, yeah. And now I have skin cancer from your sister. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> now my awesome. sister made you worry about skin cancer. Awesome. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's because I'm shy to go to the doctor and I don't want to have to go check some that's why I was like, no, I don't want to. But yeah. no, and also I my had... grandpa had skin cancer, so it's not. <laughs> oh. oh, no, I'm sorry. And hearing your dad, was it your dad who freaking knew Prince? Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah. Like, there's so much rich history that you're exposing. That's what I like about it. Cool. Well, I'm glad that, like, you listened to it. And I know I have some, I have viewers and stuff, and I really, um, and I, I want to know all it. your friends now. They all seem awesome. <laughs> Not that you know all of those people, but a lot of them you were definitely yeah. friends with. Yeah. I, uh, I'm I was like, a, I could hang out with them. I'm a social person. I consider all of them friends. So, um, For sure. I mean, I really But some of them you had just met and they're now your friends type yeah, of thing too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to those. You're so lovable. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I, <laughs> I I feel like I have a hard, I, I have a hard shell. I can be pretty abrasive. Um, but, uh, the one that I was wondering, did you listen to Ian's? 
half of it. Okay. I was just curious because he's the other, he's the other artist that I had on. So like a, he's a drawer. So I just didn't know if, you know, maybe, um, what your opinion on his line work was (sighs) compared to like, you know, you being a painter. I got to look it up. I got to see his work. Yeah, you definitely should. I, uh, I guess I don't have a a post. I got to get better at posting, um, tags and stuff on there. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would, I, maybe I'll share with you. I'll, maybe I'll make it a point. Of course to, I listened to that one. Cause my boyfriend's name is Ian. So I was like, there's another Ian. I love all Ian's now. <laughs> that's just, yeah. Cause you relate <laughs> to the name in a loving way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. That's super cute. Well, I really appreciate that. I didn't expect you to say that when I asked, um, what gets you in the mood when you paint their music or uh, my podcast. That's super nice. I, I appreciate that. Um, and I'm it glad that feel, it helps me feel close to you too. Ah, uh, yeah. Cause we have a big distance and it's nice. Yeah. And I know, I know Jen listens to the podcast too. She'll send me like funny things that she thought was funny. From Hi Jen. I love you so much. <laughs> in case she hears that if this part makes it, it's been way oh, too long. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> it definitely will. And Jen will definitely listen cause she's not only a big supporter of her friends, um, art, she's like an amazing person and, I know she's one of your biggest um, supports in the art. Yeah. She has a lot of your paintings. I, she's got so, she's got some magnets in the mail right now too coming her way. Didn't she just get a dinosaur? Yeah. Oh I my goodness. Love that. <laughs> um, that was like my fastest sale ever. It's ridiculous. I I put it on my website for sale, and then I I like made a post about it. And, and it was sold two hours later. Uh, yeah, I can see why you made a freaking dinosaur magnet. <laughs> yeah, it, it turned out really cute. I love it. I love that, that was so definitely much. Another surprise one. I would have bought that if I had a. If I was in a position to buy art right now, I would have bought it. But well, you would have had to been on your toes about it because two hours is all it was on sale. Well, for. and and I didn't. I only had five toes to stand on, so. <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah i love it well um yeah we've been talking for an hour and a half which is good i always yes. usually uh target for like two hours but um i mean um is there anything else that you want to talk about with art um like painting mm-hmm. or anything like that um there's no rules that's the only rule with art. There's no rules. If you want to do it, do it and enjoy it. And it's really good for you. Yeah, I guess. Eye okay. candy is fat free too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And how's your music? Have you been doing any music lately? Because I know you are also a musician. You're an actor. You're a musician. What else? Um, that, <laughs> that's all. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I still have my bass and I have, but I'm, I don't feel like as skilled with that. I don't, I feel like, like with paintings, give me a canvas and I'll eventually make it good probably. Yeah. Or I'll make up 10 other ones in the meantime that are better. But with songs, you can't just pull them out of your butt. And so... I got nervous about being in a band still because also I don't really know how to write my own bass line. I just, I love music and I made some songs and it was an adventure, but I don't really see myself as a musician so much. 
Unless I magically moved to Portland, because then I would be my brother's bass player. <laughs> <laughs> but I probably won't move there. So well, move to Portland with me. I'll move there with you. Really? I love Portland. Really? I've been trying to move there for a while. Man, I would if, I mean, Ian needs to get a job before he moves to somewhere so expensive to live. And that's fine with me because yeah. I don't have the money for rent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's awesome. Um, I still love your song. Will you please sing it for me? I think a lot of should let me know what you come across. Let me know if you find it on the back road somewhere. That's not my song. That's Lucinda's. That's my song. Well, it's your song. And it's not Lucinda's. my song. <laughs> I was. I heard that the other the other day. I took myself on a walk and I finally used headphones and put Pandora on my phone so I could listen to music while I walk. I joined the 21st century <laughs> last week. Oh, funny. And that song came on. I was like, teeny. Cute. Super yeah. cute. I love it. Well, all right. Well, um, I think, oh, wait, what's your favorite food? <laughs> I've been stressing about that. Since okay, give me three. We scheduled this. <laughs> three favorites. Um, what do you like to put um, in your body? <laughs> um, I love so much food. It's not even funny. Especially when I think about you, I like to think about red curry um, and pho, pho, sorry, pho, because we've had a lot, we've had a, we've had a like, lot, we um, went on that one, that one time, the first, that our, was like the first time I ever had curry, our first drinking date, it. our yeah. first date, and who was, <laughs> who was drinking it? You did. I drank it? Well, I mean, you, well, you took the big serving spoon and you're like. And then you, I think you actually took the bowl and took a sip mm. at the end. You're like, I need all of this <laughs> red my, curry sauce. In my body. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love so curry. It's been a long time since I've had it. Um, Have I you used had to be obsessed. In curry? What is it? Have you had Moslem in curry? Oh, yeah. I've had all the curries. In fact, I should make curry tonight. Oh, that's what I should do since I can start to drive my car. But anyways, um. We had that and night was our first date. We had a bottle yeah. of wine because it was like wine night. Yeah. And it was in Uptown. What was it? I don't remember. It might have been Rum Tup Thai or Tum Rup Thai, whichever yeah. that one and was. And that, that was probably back in like 2012. It was on our, like, yeah. one of our first dates together. And we, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Rainy loves red curry because that is what we love. And that was our first date. But also, I've never been able to find a, a red curry as good as that one since. Okay. Well, maybe I'll make you one. I've been chasing it. I'll make you one. How about that? Okay. Okay, cool. Hi. Thank you so much. Bye. This has been Excelsior with Teeny. <laughs> I mean, Brittley Teeny. <laughs>